0: Hey everyone. Welcome back to Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm your host, Luke Pajari. Check out our content at daily49er.com, where you can read campus and Long Beach related news, sports, arts and life, opinions, as well as multimedia content, including more podcasts, videos, and photo galleries. Thanks to Long Beach Transit for sponsoring this episode of Beach Weekly. Right now, your longest trip is from the bedroom to the kitchen. But if you ever have to move around town, Long Beach Transit is moving you through safely. Visit ridelbt.com basics to see how transit is keeping students safe. This is your one and only podcast source for all things Long Beach State. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week's news roundup. Stay tuned afterwards for this week's Story Spotlight, where I have a conversation with recent Long Beach State graduate and social media sensation, Joseph Valadez. Long Beach State men's and women's basketball both put up a tough fight against University of Hawaii, but unfortunately both teams couldn't secure a win this weekend. The men's team finished 76-78 on Friday and 76-79 on Saturday. This puts them at a 4-6 conference record. Women's basketball finished 75-77 on Friday and 73-76 on Saturday. This puts them at a 10-6 conference record, but the women's team is still towards the top at number 3 in the Big West. After a month of not being able to gather, Long Beach State students enrolled in face-to-face classes returned to campus on March 1st. Provost Brian Jersky said in a campus-wide email that the return to classes reminds us all that we need to keep our guard up in these coming months to continue this positive trend. Only students already enrolled in the small list of approved face-to-face classes will return to campus. All other students will continue with alternative modes of instruction. A few buildings on campus will begin to reopen as the first batch of Long Beach State students return to -to face-to-face instruction. The computer lab will reopen this week with the limited use of restrooms in the information center and in the areas surrounding the University Student Union for access to Wi-Fi and outlets. The Student Recreation and Wellness Center will reopen its pool lanes for individual student appointments by March 15th. Another building that is likely to return to in-person operations is the Isabel Patterson Child Development Center which is expected to see a limited reopening by April 12th. Long Beach's Black Health Equity Collaborative discussed ways to address health disparities faced disproportionately by Black individuals in the city during its first town hall event Thursday evening. The newly established team is a joint effort from health experts to develop strategies in response to vaccinations with regard to the city's Black community, as well as providing mental health resources funded by the CARES Act. Of the city's $40 million in CARES Act funding, $1 million was allocated for the Black Health Equity Fund. The Black Health Equity team will hold its next visioning meeting on March 5th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Long Beach State has officially recorded over 2,000 doses of COVID-19 vaccines administered as of February 22nd as the university still follows their vaccine distribution plan. At this time, vaccinating the general student body has not taken place. As for those who have already received their first dose of the vaccine, the Health Center is in the process of providing second doses. Vaccinations at Long Beach State are currently being given at the Walter Pyramid parking structure. On February 14th, a post on Twitter went viral sharing the story of Joseph Valadez, a recent Long Beach State graduate. Joseph is no ordinary student, though. He's a formerly incarcerated 62-year-old man who's seen the rough sides of addiction and gang life. Through his own merit, he graduated on the Dean's List and is now applying for his Master's in Social Work. You can read a full profile on Joseph written by Kelsey Brown on daily49er.com. And now, here's my conversation with Joseph. Uh, Joseph, thanks so much for coming on today. Um, First, I just want to congratulate you on your uh, success in graduating and now you're applying for your master's in social work. Um, eight years of sobriety as well. It has to be a really great feeling.
1: I have seven years, ten months, and eight days today, my brother.
0: We have a, we have a say, no fronts. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats on that. Um, so you're applying for your master's currently in social work. Uh, what was it specifically that made you want to go down that route? Like we were discussing, uh, uh, you know, not to take away from them uh, – uh,
1: from them um, men and women that, that that applied but i think i bring a little bit more extra to the table i think i bring life experiences i've lived that life i've lived because the, the emphasis that i wanted to get into was uh, substance abuse and and mental health and 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 uh, i've seen it i lived it whereas you know not to take nothing away from them them young men and women that 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 applied uh, i'm pretty sure and i know uh, uh, for a fact they're 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 deserving of 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 where they're at
0: but I think I I bring a little bit more man. Now what's your ultimate goal uh specifically with social work do you have any kind of like dream job or just anything in particular? Well I would like to if all possible work with the uh kids specifically
1: at risk use you know because I remember how I was in all my interviews I've been saying the the number one thing is is I remember when I was a kid and you ever see that old teeter totters you know, the, that old adage when you say, when you use the teeter-tottering? Well, I was teeter-tottering. I remember when I was a kid, man, I was teeter-tottering. That I could have gone one way or I could have gone another way. If somebody had given me the right push, it, it just ended up that I went all in with in my neighborhood and I started running around and, and doing the things that we do.
0: Going specifically off of what, what you're saying between teeter-tottering, um, in the profile that Kelsey wrote about you, um, she... She included a quote from you where you described teeter-tottering between being with your friends on one side and then on the other side, there was the parts of gang life that might be alluring to some. Um, do you have any advice for someone who might be going through that in any sort of capacity right now?
1: Well, unfortunately, we know uh, uh, in some cases that... Uh, and it's sad. We, we know it's third, fourth, fifth generation. Uh, uh, the cycle. It's a cycle. It's not a known reflection on them. They're just learning... You're just doing what was taught to them by their moms and their dads, and their grandparents, man. You know, and the, so now we're, we're seeing great grandparents, and it's sad, man. I think I think uh, uh, I'm in favor of uh, the whole uh, community policing or having uh, community activities were uh, uh mentoring, man, you know, I have good role models where they were men and women in 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 in. Uh, in the barrios in inner cities could uh, look up to and, and help. Unfortunately, we well, there's, there's there's beautiful people out there doing beautiful work, but we need more. How about that? We need more. We need more. We need more of them beautiful role, role models. We need more of them the mentors. We need to encourage them. We tell them, yeah, you can, you can, given the right set set of circumstances.
0: Super important encouragement, definitely. Um, now, looking back at someone who's um, beaten substance abuse like you, uh, what was the greatest thing you learned from your recovery?
1: To not forget. Never, ever forget. I'm not a big wakes up. I also uh, thank God for letting me wake up and for letting me wake up clean because I, I don't I don't forget, brother. I don't forget waking up dope sick because I was a heroin addict for 38 years. And there was times that I would wake up. And 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 I don't know if you're familiar with the with the, what uh, what heroin does to a, a person's body. Without having that drug, you, you you get that it's a physical need, and and it's worse than any flu that you have ever had. When you're full blown, you ever think of any flu that you? It's worse than that. It affects every your bones. It affects everything, man. Right? just and, and and you're 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 sick. You're literally sick. And the only thing that takes away that sick is another uh, uh, shot of, uh, of that of, of that drug. Um, I don't forget that. I don't forget that I'm allowed to wake up because you know what? Because of that, because of the, my 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 um, heroin use, I've had a lot of friends, families uh, that that have od that have died, or have died as a result of of, of medical issues due to the, the drug use. And they're not allowed to wake up. And I can't, I, I can't forget that. I can't forget them. I can't forget uh, uh, how far I've come, man. You know, and, and remember that. And keep that branded in my mind. Keep that dope, sick uh, feeling in my mind and not forget it. It's when we, we start forgetting, usually that's how you're on the road to relapse. I don't forget. I have it branded. I have it branded in my mind, if, if that makes any sense.
0: Well, that's you know I'm sure the the feeling today must be great you know not having to worry about that at all I mean at least with uh, completing you you completed the twelve steps program you said that was something that was really important in um in helping you recover uh was that what was it like working uh with that I uh,
1: Salvation Army introduced me to the twelve step program I and mean, you know. For that, I'm turning grateful for the people for allowing me to sit, uh, uh, live there for a year. And uh, like I tell everybody else, man, uh, that's where Joseph found Joseph, man. You got to remember all my life. I was three months shy of 55 when I entered there. And up to that time, man, I just lived an ugly life. Uh, drug, drug uh, um, gang, uh, violence, all that, man. And I very rarely go over the violence. I very rarely, you know, it, it, but it's ugly. All the things that you see on TV, yeah, it happens. Uh, I've witnessed or participated in every ugly thing that, that, that a man could do to another man. And I'm not bragging, man, it's just what my disease led me to do.
0: So when you eventually transferred to Long Beach State, you know, realizing that you wanted to pursue an education You joined the Rising Scholars Project and Project Rebound organizations, which are um, programs on uh, campus that help students who are formerly incarcerated. Um, How would you describe your experience with those programs, and just as a whole with the university? What What does this uh, institution mean to you? You know what?
1: My hats off to that uh, to Long Beach man. That's a first class, first class uh, uh, organization, man. I've had nothing but positive. Uh, uh uh not even positivity at, at long beach man with my professors the the students the the even employees man everybody everybody and i and i know i know the probably the, the novelty of seeing somebody uh older and the gray hairs but hey to tell you the truth all the kids kept me kept me young man and and you could probably see in all them tweets and 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 uh Responses from my classmates. I treated everybody the same, man. I loved everybody the same. I worked with everybody the same. Although sometimes when we have them class uh, uh, group projects, I would have to put my foot down. Come on, man! Uh, everybody's gonna pull away. I have to take the bull by the horns. But we know, and, and I understand with kids, man. I understand because uh, they're full time students and they're they work and just, they have a lot of uh, uh, burdens themselves, you know. And but. But all in all, man, all, all of my classmates are professors. I got to say a shout out to uh, Dr. Stephen Osuna and Dr. Issa Saeed of the sociology department, Dr. Eduardo Lara, Good guys, man. And uh, because they do a lot of research, I would have spent time with, with Dr. Saeed and Dr. Uh, uh, Osuna and they would take my brain, you know, and, and they want to know my stories growing up in the, in the 60s and early 70s. And and uh, those guys are good, man. Uh, and 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 those are just one example of all my professors, all each and every professor I've ever had at Long Beach were were, were above and beyond, man. You know, if I could uh, uh, hand out a award, I'd have hand out a award each and every one of them, man, because they they helped me, and they were sincere. And that was just with me. That the, the whole thing with me, man. I see the sincerity that they 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 had for all their students. It was a tree. It's hard for me to describe, man, because it was like not just me, but all their students, all their students, man. And that 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 showed me that look, man. They they want they wanted everybody to succeed. They, they went about to, uh, uh to give their all to help each and every student to to succeed. And that that's what it's all about, man. that's that's, that's what it's all about. Cause that's what we go there for we want to succeed and get that 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 degree to to do whatever we want and 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 uh, you know what All them professors did that, man. that my hats off to them.
0: Well hats off to to Long Beach Joseph Thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking to me. It's great listening to your stories and um, Yeah, just hearing hearing everything you have to say. Um, congratulations again and um, to the listeners out there, thanks for. Can I say something real quick, brother? Um, any of my
1: students, any of my former classmates, or or my uh, professors need me for any type of uh, to help them out in their class or or assignments, I'm I'm more than willing to help them out. Right? If my time is, is to help. Uh, my purpose is to help everybody out. Right? If I if I have the time, I'm more than willing to. Uh, and, and I, this is not for any type of monetary gain. Let that, uh, please understand that this is not for any type of monetary gain, man. It's pissing me off because a lot of these shady people are asking me, GoFundMe, me. I said, no, I, I didn't do it for any type of shit. Man. This is for free, man. If you don't understand that concept, it, then you don't understand my life. It, I took, I took, I took all my life, and I have to give today, plain and simple. Well,
0: that's great to hear, Joseph. Thanks so much for uh, coming on for the interview.
1: Right, thank you, my brother. God bless you and have a good day, man. All right. You.
0: you too. Stay oh, safe. Go beach. Go beach.
1: <laughs>
0: Long Beach Transit misses seeing you on the bus, pretending to study while you listen to this podcast instead. Until the day comes when you're riding on the regular, visit ridelbt.com slash basics to see how transit is keeping you safe. That's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beach Weekly. This is your host, Luke Pajari, signing off. Take care, guys.